0: happy sunday siblings i hope you guys had a great week today's episode i'm just gonna go ahead and get right into the material because this episode is really near and dear to my heart it's entitled protect black girls before they're black women and i think it's important because i see a lot of hashtag protect black women going around social media but i don't think we Grasp um, culturally or societally, grasp the weight of what protect Black women really means. And I think a great way to highlight the importance of protecting Black women is to go back to the beginning, um, whenever these Black women were Black girls. And this this idea came to me um, as I was trying to reflect on my own time as a Black girl in elementary and middle school, and I just couldn't remember you know, my worst memory, my best memory. And I thought maybe I'm not alone. So I surveyed a bunch of um, black girls, um, black women on Twitter and Instagram to see how their experiences were during these times, Um, just to see if we had any commonalities um, and to just point to a larger issue. And honestly, before I even get into reading the narratives, I just want to say I'm very grateful And proud of these girls for filling out the survey because I know it's very difficult to kind of go back to that time um and I think people just don't understand the trauma um that it is you know the trauma that black girls go through during this very young age when we're trying to understand um our bodies and where we fit in and yes we're black but we're also women and you know how black boys were going through this whole preference phase and I say phase very loosely um and so I wanted to try to sort through these things by reading um these women's narratives and honestly I wasn't surprised um everything sounded very familiar to me which was kind of chilling but I think it's important to share that just so we know we can protect black girls before they're black women. You know what I mean? We can show up for them. We can support them. We can believe them early on. So I'm going to begin by just um, going through the questions on the survey and then reading the narratives anonymously. So the questions that I asked for the survey were, um, what are some things that you were told about your hair, your skin, your facial features or your bodily features during this time? How have you internalized this time and how does it show up in your life today? Was there any group in particular that made you feel insecure about your identity? What was the best memory you had during this time? What was the worst memory you had during this time? And what do you remember most like in general about this time? So just starting off, um, I was able to relate <laughs> immediately This young lady says that I remember being relatively confused during this time. I was in magnet schools where I really saw microaggressions and even had internalized prejudices myself. I had relaxers during this time and my hair was past my armpit. I would get a lot of, quote, your hair is so long for a black girl or, quote, you must be mixed. I would also consider myself relatively light skinned back then. So I got a lot of, quote, at least you're not dark. And white people would say that they're going to tan to be my color. Some boys um, would call me horse face because of my big lips and nose. White people often pointed out how big my lips were. I didn't have a big butt, so I was told I was shaped, quote, like a white girl. And a lot of us um, can relate to this, I feel, with uh, body shaming coming from within our community and outside of our community. You're either too thick or you're too skinny. But plot twist, you're going through puberty. So like, you don't really even understand what your body is doing. And you're facing all this scrutiny early on. Um, She says that she was told she had good hair. Um, She goes, when I made the decision to go natural, I was really bummed when I saw that my hair was type four. The good hair thing made me believe I had type three hair. I've always been insecure about my small butt after always hearing that I'm shaped like a white girl. I also started playing soccer, so I naturally got darker and felt insecure about that for a while. That was her answer to how have you internalized this time and how does it show up in your life today? so I completely understand this. Whenever I went natural, um, I thought that my hair was going to be like little ringlets and like all the girls that I followed on Instagram, that was not the case because we had always been told that 4C hair was nappy hair, it was bad hair, it wasn't good hair um, even from early on. So I remember just begging my mom, like, please just put the perm in my hair. Like, I don't want to touch my hair Um, and didn't even realize that I hadn't even touched or manipulated my 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 natural hair until I big chopped when I was 18 years old um so I completely understand that I also played soccer so um I got very dark and especially coming from within our community you know your black boys are like oh you're too dark for me or your your lips are too big or your nose are too big um I want what this white girl looks like and so early on we're taught that is the standard of beauty small nose small lips um, it's, a, it's okay for them to have a small butt, but you don't have a small butt. Like, you know, just kind of like a Build-A-Bear, like, you know, um, having these perfect measurements and, and being aware of your body at such a young age. And I asked these girls to talk about middle school and elementary school. So this is a perfect time to point out, um, the adultification of black girls. And if you don't know anything about that, um, just, sh- you know, a short little cl- blip of what it is. Um, Basically, it's just this view that um, black children, but specifically black girls are older um, than they actually are, or they're treated as if they're older than they actually are just for being black girls. So if you've ever heard the term that black girls are fast or she's getting thick and they're talking about a toddler or they're talking about a young girl, um, that is what adultification looks like. Um, Even statistically, you'll see that black girls are disciplined, um, heavier. um, They're believed less by their white teachers. So on every single level from our classmates to our parents, to our counterparts, um, to our teachers, we are being scrutinized on such a level that is so detrimental to so many black girls um and so you have some that have prejudices um you know against their own their own self so it's like internalized self-hate internalized misogyny it's like wanting to get a perm and have wispies and lampshade and wear chacos and you know try to quote unquote um you know fit in and blend in um with white girls that you go to school with because you're like that's what the black boys want and that's who the white girls want me to be and maybe I'm the only one in my gifted and talented class or in my school period and I just I I need to be more like Sally and Rachel and Sarah like that is a pressure that has been put on to us for so long so we we're, we're already facing colorism texture discrimination um body shaming and adultification in elementary school so that is why we start we have to start and say protect black girls right are we watching out for our girls in elementary and middle school you know going through the woes of public school are we paying attention to them are we listening to our young black girls by and large the answer is no but there's something that we can do about that right like we can change the narrative we can focus on bias training for white teachers. We can talk about adultification and about these problems at a very young age with our nieces, our nephews, the girls that we babysit. We can we can intervene at this point. And matter of fact, I'm not even done talking about this. Click the next episode for a part two and a wrap up. Um, if you really support and you're dedicated to black women, you will listen and you will tune in. Um, and you will, and you will really see the importance of this continued conversation.